The ancient Greeks built large stadiums for horse racing and chariot racing. The Greek words for horse and course were combined to give these stadiums the name Hippodrome. In the 19th century, French and English promoters began their own horse racing competitions and brought the name Hippodrome along with it. American promoters followed their example and included various other sports, including wrestling and boxing. Since these events were often meant more for entertainment than pure sport, many of these events had predetermined winners. The term hippodroming soon came to define sporting events of dubious integrity. These are also the best kind of sporting events. Welcome to the Hippodrome. Welcome to the Hippodrome. <laughs> We're here again at the Hippodrome, which I know I know what it means this time. You know what it means. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful place. Right. Where sports are not real. It's where we fake sports, <laughs> we fix them, we gamble on it. Yep. And we we win our bets. That's right. Because mm -hmm. we know who's going to win. Every time. Not Yusef. <laughs> no. no. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Well, I mean, who's listening to episode two without listening to episode one? Spoiler alert, both for episode one and for a fixed fake wrestling event from 120 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What was he? Oh, yeah, yeah, because he actually lost events. I meant that he drowned. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> Which yep. he also did. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's, let's pick up. Yeah. So last week we talked about the terrible Turk Yusuf. Who came to America in 1898, beat up a bunch of people, then he tragically died. Yeah. You know, that old song and dance. Right. Yeah. Every time. Uh, and then, so his former manager, Antonio Pieri. Antonio Pieri. From Greece. From Greece. <laughs> introduced a new terrible Turk. Arr. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whose name? Oh, you're probably about to say it. Do you You do you remember? Uh, um, probably mispronounced it. La Bagonia. Uh, that was the name of the ship that... Uh, <laughs> Yusuf drowned while trying to sail on. I don't know then. It's Hali Adali. Hali Adali, yeah. Right. Okay, yep. That does ring a bell. I hope that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could that's be. how we're going to pronounce it on this one. <laughs> don't tweet at us. You can tweet at us. Oh, yeah. If we're pronouncing it wrong, tweet at us. Yeah. At Hippodroming. Yeah. Is that? Do we have a Twitter? We have a Twitter. At Hippodroming. We have a bunch of followers? Uh, No. I mean, our, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. episode two, so yeah, we already do have a bunch oh, of Oh, okay. Yeah. We, all right. At the time that we're recording this, probably not. Right. But by the time, I mean, we're, we're going to have to turn followers away. <laughs> we're going to have to message people and say, please unfollow me. We already have too many of you. It's like, wow, this is just too much talk of 1890s <laughs> Turkish wrestling. Okay. How can we handle this? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. Holly Adali. <laughs> uh, so he arrives in America on September 24th, 1898. Ah. Uh. I got nothing. That's all right. So he challenges. Well, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Right? Well, he shows up. He shows September up. September 24th, 1898, and immediately gets off the boat, the Titanic. It's not the Titanic. Okay. He challenges all comers to either Greco-Roman or catch his catch can. So Yusuf, you know, he was Greco-Roman first, kind of eased into it. Ali Adeli's all in right away. Okay, what's that? Yusuf only did one? He, when he, Yusuf would only do Greco-Roman at the beginning. Oh, but then he and expanded the catch, catch, catch can. And then Holly Dolly is like, 
bitch, whatever you want, man. Just come at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> call and elbow? You need me to do collar and elbow matches? I yeah. Do that. I'll do a collar elbow match right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do a collar on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> do you need a second to take off your jacket? No, I'm good. Okay. No, I mean, that's why I came up with collar on a pole match. Oh, okay. To distract from the fact I was taking my jacket <laughs> off. You could have just paused. Oh, I guess so. Yep. Go on. Uh, um, so he's going to be in a bet of either for $500 or $1,000. Okay. So take any bets. So he. <laughs> any bets. <laughs> any of bets. Those two. Of those two options. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's how it works. Uh, so he was 32 years old, the okay. same age as Yusuf. Oh. He's six foot one and 225 pounds. So a little bit smaller. Yusuf was. 62 260 62 530 pounds. Yep, yep, okay. Yep. Um in addition to being called the terrible Turk, he's also called the Sultan's Lion. Arr! You even you, you love the lions. Yeah. Lion Rose. <laughs> what who was Oh, there was a Russian lion. Hackenschmidt. He was the Russian lion. He's the Russian lion. Okay. And then Holly Dolly is the Sultan's Lion. He's the Sultan's Lion. Yeah, we don't have that many lions anymore. No, I guess not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I know you love the Cowardly Lion, but... I do. Did I do that on the last one? No, and you... You just know that I like... I just know that you love the Cowardly Lion. <coughs> I messed up. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you were cracking up. We watched uh, Wizard of Oz on Christmas Eve, and... That scene's so good. <laughs> he dives out the window. What if she kills his voice? And he's like, guys, I'd go. And he runs, he dives out the window. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Check it out. It's in the show notes. <laughs> Whatever that means. Was, if you've ever heard of the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard about the Wizard of Oz, which but, came out only if, only a um, little little after a decade over the forty years. Yeah, whatever, man. Okay. Oh, it's set in the thirties. Yeah, I don't have to take that. Okay. Some okay. of my multiple girlfriends calling me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ali Adali is promoted as being the first wrestler um, to come to America directly from the Sultan's court. When did the Wizard of Oz come out? <laughs> In 1938. When did the Sultan's Lion get here? 1898. 1898? Yeah. Okay. I think it was either 38 or 39. Why was I thinking 1924? I don't know, man. Oh, you know what it was? You want to know what it was? Yeah. He showed up on September 24th, 924. Ah, uh, <laughs> And And those numbers came together in my head in a weird way. Go on. Okay. All right. Uh, so he comes directly from the Sultan's Court, unlike Yusuf. They also claimed that three years ago, Adali defeated Yusuf in a match in Adrianopolis in Turkey. Oh, so they're saying he already beat Yusuf. Yeah. I mean, but what's the validity of that? Well, I mean, they say it. Oh, okay. That's got to be true. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did say before, and Tony Perry, like this same management team, did say that Yusuf had never been defeated just a few months before So this. are they lying then or are they lying now? That's the question. Yeah. yeah. They're like boys who cried wolf. Right. Or lying. Tony Perry is the real, the real uh, Paul Bearer yeah, in this situation. Yeah. I feel like rest in peace, Antonio yeah. Perry. Yeah. I, th- I think I feel like Yusuf is kind of Yusuf and Ali Adeli kind of have a Kane Undertaker type of deal. Mm, so gotcha. That's how I like to read it. Uh, so they also contrast him, Adali, with Yusuf by saying that uh, that Adali is a nice, gentlemanly fellow and not brutal or terrible as the poor Turk was. Mm. Uh, they also still promote him as the Terrible Turk. Okay. I'm following. Yep. So the Adali team also notes that he's especially interested in wrestling Yusuf's old rival, Ernest Rober. So he comes right in. He's like, 
What Yusuf, anything Yusuf did, I can do better. That's right. I can do anything better than Yusuf. <laughs> and then America's going, no, you can't. And then Antonio Pieri's going, yes, you can. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. I think that might be where that song comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Right. I uh, like that this is a show about, like, uh, make like how they used to just make things up and kind of live by fantasy. And that's just what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> how, can you trust anything yeah. that we're saying? Can yeah. anyone? I don't know. Right. But, yeah, you can. Uh, well, t- whatever Steve's saying, except for that last thing about the song. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes sense because yeah, I can do anything better than Yusuf. Like people, oh, over, that's... people over time, like, oh, who's Yusuf? I'll oh, just show it to you. you know? Okay, okay, yeah. that, does, that does check out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That must be where that song comes from. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, the, despite uh, Rober being talked about a lot, uh, Adali's first match is against Tom Jenkins. Tom Jenkins. He was mentioned in the last one for sure. Yeah, uh, Yusuf did beat Jenkins um, last in the last time. Okay. Uh, in a in a big match uh, where, um, at the time Jenkins was considered the champion, one of the champions of America. But there's also like five other guys who are like the champion of America. That's what it was. Okay, so, yeah. So, uh, but Jenkins is up there, um, and he's uh, like we said, Yusuf beat uh, Jenkins in one of his big victories. So reports start to come in that Adali will wrestle Jenkins on November fifth, and this event is going to take place in Madison Square Garden. You got it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the same location of Yusuf's debut. Mm. So they're really trying to just make him the new the Yusuf. That's right. Yep. Um, and sure enough, uh, if you read the promotions of the match, they can compare Adeli and Yusuf in terms of strength and style. Uh, there's also this theme that starts to develop, though, where the Turkish wrestlers are just promoted as being unskilled. Uh, huh. Yeah. Like in the sense that they're just dumb brutes? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel that way about Turkish people. Don't? Okay. No, I just wanted to put that out there. All right. That's good. Uh, there's a, You want to know who I do feel that way about? Nope, that? that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. So here's uh, a passage from the Sandusky Star Journal in Ohio. Uh, so Sand- Jenkins was from Ohio, so he gets a lot of coverage. There's All a lot right. of coverage from there. Sandusky? Is that what you said? Uh, the Sandusky Star Journal. Okay. Okay. Go on, yeah, nothing right. wrong with that last night. All right. Uh, this was a little bit before that whole thing went down. What whole thing? Nothing. Uh, so they say he can raise a horse from its feet with the aid of a shoulder harness. Okay. Turkish wrestlers possess giant strength and depend on this entirely in wrestling matches. They are not active and about as graceful as elephants when in action. <laughs> English and American English and America depend upon silent science as much as strength. Damn. Yeah. Wow. At the was that, those all roast jokes? Uh, that's just a you know just coverage of the match. That's pretty good stuff. Just promotion. Yeah. I'll, I'll, hey, Dolly's here. Everybody, give a round of applause for Dolly. Yeah, yeah. It's the grace of an elephant in the ring. <laughs> uh, he can't understand it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's dumb in Turkish. Well, he just doesn't speak Which English. Okay. Yeah. But I don't support that. Um, why he's saying like it's a bad thing to be able to lift up a horse with your back? No, I mean they're saying that's great that you're really strong and everything, but, but like, you're an idiot. You're not using it the right way. Right. You okay. just you have no skill. You're a Neanderthal, pretty much. That's what they what they're saying to him. Which again, I don't think that he's a nice me. guy. He seems like a nice guy. He's like, dude, <laughs> you know. He's like, uh, he's a gentleman. Yeah, I picture him kind of like, uh, I don't know, hitting his head a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I picture Holly and Dolly. Right. No, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jenkins. I bet, like, uh, 
sloth. Like from sloth. the Goonies. Okay. That's how I picture him. All right. That's fair enough. Like a big brute. He is. That's what he is. They, yeah. That's what they say. That Shit. <laughs> but Sorry. it seems like also Adali seemed like a nice guy. Also, yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time. I mean, so did Sloth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jenkins, though, was about three inches shorter and 30 pounds lighter than Adali. And I don't think I mentioned this before because um, I haven't found it in any primary sources yet. But I was reading an anthology. And I guess Jenkins' nickname was One-Eye. Because when he was younger, he had a firework blow up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and so he wrestled with a glass eye. Um, <laughs> this biography I was reading also claimed that doctors told him in order to protect his vision that he shouldn't read. Okay. Yep. Top, top of the so line. So doesn't read and had a firework accident. Jenkins is a frat bro, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all he is. He's yep. going to school for the party. He's not doing any of the, the book work. Right, right. Yeah, he's like, oh, my doctor said I can't read. Puts his feet up, crosses his <laughs> legs, rubs his eye. That's how I picture him. Think if he gets drunk enough, he tries to put on on Adali's harness and lift up that horse too. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like no, 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 Jenkins, Jenkins, calm down. Yeah, that's their drinking game. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so He's like, I can't lift up a horse. Look like this is firework. <laughs> and it blows up in his eye. He's like, I can't read now. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> So the, the match was set for uh, two out of three falls, uh, as usual. A lot of these matches are, and 3,000 people attended. That's, uh, nice. That's a nice little crowd. It is, yeah. So, you know, as we've seen in previous wrestling matches with Yusuf debut, um, based off this, sometimes they're a little bit controversial. Do you think that trend is going to continue now that Adelie's in town, or do you think he's going to kind of break away? And oh, be a little I think bit more now legitimate? everything's going to go swimmingly. Yeah. You do? Okay. Nah. Nah, I think it's going to be mad issues. Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, one summary of the match just called it, quote-unquote, more fake wrestling. Oh, wow. That's going to piss off all of our fans. Uh, so, Jenkins uh, skipped around the edge of the ring for five minutes. Uh, then when Adali caught him, Jenkins slapped Adali with an open hand to his neck. Damn. Uh, Which is fine, right? Uh, I guess so. To they the neck? Just, to the neck. They just slapped him the, in the neck. So what? He's not punching him in the neck. It probably doesn't feel great. It's probably not. Well, most... no. Well, I mean, none of it's supposed to feel great in right. a wrestling match. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're not supposed to be like, making each other feel great, but right. I understand that it hurts. I guess the neck would be a violation, right? Any shots on the neck? They don't mention it as a violation. They just say that he did it. They just they didn't say he was disqualified for it. Okay, maybe it's just I thought the way you were reading it was like, can you believe that he did this? Well, it seems a little unsportsmanlike. You know, you're you're thinking, you know, I think, you know, you're having this wrestling match, you're gonna do a hold, you're gonna grapple with each other, and you know, Jenkins just hauls off and just slaps him. I guess so. Yeah, but that's I mean, he's a prankster. Okay, you know Jenkins. You know Jenkins, older one eye. Yeah. Uh, so. After she slaps him, Jenkins keeps keeps avoiding him for another forty five minutes. Oh, so, so Jenkins slapped Adali, Adali, and then runs away, and then runs away. <laughs> so then he kept avoiding him for another forty five minutes, including running on around on the floor. There was no ropes in this matches. Okay, uh, and then Pierre told Adali that Adali was allowed to leave the mat, and he began chasing Jenkins around the outside of the ring. The way it's worded in the article, it sounds like Adali was waiting for like 45 minutes before he <laughs> he knew that he could run outside the ring. Okay. Did he just uh, not know? Or? That's the way it's kind of worded, is that Jenkins is just running away from him this whole time. For like, now it's like almost 50 minutes into this match. Okay. 
Uh, and uh, Adali gets tired uh, from chasing him and grabs a towel. And he wipes himself down with the towel. That seems like it's fine to me. I don't see what could be an issue with that. Well, I guess that's illegal in this match. You can't okay. wipe yourself off with a towel. Oh, well, the, one of the no wipe matches. From right, the, right. Uh, from that century. When is this again? Uh, the, <laughs> late 1800s? The late 1800s. Okay, yeah. So Judkins gets awarded the first fall. I mean, yeah. Right. Stay wet. Uh, in the second fall, after 67 minutes... Uh, Dali got on top of Jenkins and got him in a grapevine and forced his face into the mat. Oh, take that, boy. Yeah. Uh, That's what, finally. Then Jenkins, old one eye, began to groan as he sl- was slowly strangled and smothered. Okay. <laughs> it, the, got, it got vicious real quick. Yep, yep. It seemed like they were having a good old time, but the referee tapped out Dali on the back to get him off, and he awarded him the second fall. Uh, Jenkins, though, said, I'm done. But since it was 11.50 and they were supposed to end at midnight, um, from what I can tell, this was a Saturday. And I've read elsewhere that sports were not allowed in New York at the time on Sundays. At all. At all. So anytime you had a, had a sporting event, you had to, if you did it on Saturday night, you had to like finish before midnight. What a weird rule. Oh, because of the Lord? Because of the Lord. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand that now. Um, the referee declared it a draw with each man receiving one win. It seems like it happened before midnight. Well, it's 11.50, and they're like, we're to cutting it too close. But he's given up then. That's true. Um, I guess it wasn't enough. It does seem like that it, they should have let him continue after 11.50. Yeah. Thank uh, you. I've been fighting for this justice ever since I heard out of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... I guess two police officers also got involved, and they were also somehow involved in the decision to stop the third ball from Didn't happening. Didn't you say that the last one that there was a lot of cop involvement in wrestling these times? Cops get involved in a lot of um, wrestling matches. I also, I think it was all sporting events, because the, the reason I know about the Sunday rule is because I read this whole book on pedestrianism, which is walking competitions they used to have okay. in the 1800s, and the cops would often get involved in the walking competitions also. Okay, just to clarify for the fans, you read a book on walking competitions from the late 1800s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, <laughs> just wanted them to make sure I was reiterating the facts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I read a lot of sports about um, fake uh, sports in the late 1800s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Well, we all have our passions. I mean, okay. We're gonna. There was also a big controversy in the time of walk of the walking competitions because people, seems much easier to fix a walking competition. You would think so. Yeah. Uh, but there's also uh, uh, drug scandals that used to happen. Drug scandals. Yeah. Cause like it, someone walking and then you. Oh, well, what like enhancement drugs? Or? Cocoa leaves. Cocoa leaves like cocaine. Mm-hmm. To speed up the yeah. body so they walk faster. Yeah. So you, well, it was endurance. Okay. It was all about endurance. Oh, who can walk match. longer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a walking match. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Like that'd, would, that'd be exhausting. So they would do it for like six days? Yeah, I was going to say it has to be days. Would yeah. people like feed them or uh, they would have like, give them water along the way? They'd have a whole thing set up where you have your, your like own like uh, curtained off little locker room where you could 
to take your break whenever you want and go and get water, get food. You had like your whole team over there. You Wait, I thought it was about endurance. Why? It is, but like you guess how breaks? long you go. So like you couldn't run. Running was very frowned upon. Right. And there was this whole thing about like technique that you were supposed to use, like heel to toe. Okay. I'm yeah. sh- as I'm demonstrating right now. Right. Um, <laughs> but you, so people would, it was endurance to walk for that long, but they would also get to the point where they would train themselves to only sleep for a certain amount of time. Okay. Um, so it could only sleep for like a, like an hour at a time, and then they would go back out and How do, you do more walking. How do you win? At the end of the six days, oh, whoever so is the timed. longest, it was, it was timed. Whoever lasts longer. Okay. And whoever whoever goes the furthest distance in six days. That makes sense. So okay. you can take a break. So you can yeah, you just gotta pace yourself. Right. right. But you also can't run, so there's no 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 point in trying to go, go faster. You can have like a like a better pace, but it really doesn't help you that much. Right. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying pace yourself in like when do you sleep? Right. When do you eat? Right. When do you take read? cocoa leaves? Take cocoa leaves. Yeah. yeah. For yep. endurance. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a fun little break. <laughs> <laughs> so here's some quick results from the other. Some of the next Adali matches are a little bit less controversial. So okay. So I'm just gonna run through some of them. So the last one was declared a a draw. A draw. Okay. Yeah. Um. Although Adali just brutalized them. Yeah. So December first, the cops showed up, and the cops showed up. Jenkins was like, "Oh no, man, it's the cops!" <laughs> right. I gotta get out of here. Right. Yeah. I can't see. Yeah, he's a frat guy. Yep. Uh, December first in Philadelphia, uh, a Dali beat uh, a competitor named Isidore the Awful Russian in two straight falls. Isidore weighed two hundred forty pounds. Hmm. There, were there any jokes about his name? No, that's it. Do you have any jokes about his name? The yeah. The awful Russian? No, I mean, just like, he is a door. <laughs> oh, he is a door. Yeah, like Refrigerator Perry. Oh, uh, okay. And then this one, his name is just Isidore. <laughs> <laughs> like, his name his name is the... Ob- a door. Yeah, he's a door. <laughs> he is a door. I mean, I, I guess so, yeah. yeah I mean, it doesn't seem like there was a lot of... A lot of jokes. Jokes about it, from what I could tell. Well, I mean, if I had one time, if I had a time machine, I had to go back to one time. It'd be December first, eighteen something something. Eighteen ninety eight. Eighteen ninety eight. Isadore versus uh, Holly Adali, and then I would pull Holly Adali aside and go, "How you gonna beat him? He is a door." <laughs> and then I'll, go, then I'll go kill Hitler's parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> double well, duty. Little back. double duty type yeah, yeah. thing. All right. Yeah, then I'd have like a press conference. They'd be like, "Oh my god, what was the past like?" I'd be like, "I killed Hitler's parents." He'd be like, "Oh yeah." I'd be like, "Wait, wait, wait!" But let me tell you the important thing I did. Right. <laughs> I'll tell them all about the the burn. And they, but they wouldn't be confused about who Hitler was when yeah. you come back. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be really, I mean, we can't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so December fifth in Cincinnati, Adali beats Tom Cannon in two straight falls and Greco Roman. Cannon, we talked about last week with Yusuf. <laughs> He was Yusuf's old advisor yes. from England. A little bit more about the match. It was said that it must be to a finish. And in case of no finish, the contestant withdraw all claims to any part of the proceeds, and the club agrees to return all funds received. Okay. So I think this was like them trying to guarantee that there must be a winner. Yeah, so they're like, if we don't have a winner, you guys can take your money back. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee. Yeah. But with guys who are stand up as Adali and Tom Cannon, like, how yeah. it's got to be on the level. Right. Right. Uh, December 16th in Indianapolis, Adali beat 
uh, Duncan Ross in two out of three falls. Uh, he won a Greco-Roman and a catch-as-catch-can match, but he lost to him in a collar-and-elbow match. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so Duncan's got that collar-elbow style locked down. Got it down. But, he, I mean, he still beat him in Greco-Roman and catch-as-catch-can. Right. So. The important ones. I mean, Holly Adali is <laughs> clearly superior than Duncan Ross. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into the great debate about his collar-and-elbow match. Should that be part of a two-out-of-three falls match? Right. Like, since it's such an inferior form of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, like, just holding someone in a, in a collar and elbow hold and just trying to knock them to the ground. That's all it is, That's right? all it is. It's child's play. It's like, come on. This is Adali you were talking about. I mean, to be fair, though, to knock Holly Adali down, you got to be pretty pretty strong. To be fair. But yeah. still, it's all about... That's <laughs> you, about technique. That is. Well, yeah. I mean, but you also want to talk about brute strength? Like, yeah, I only want to talk about brute strength. I mean, I feel like you should... Uh, that would be a big factor in it. So, Adali clearly, like... You know, has some some other skills in the Greco-Roman and catch-as-catch-can that he can do those where it's you have to have a lot more skill. Is there a psychological complex that makes you love your mother the most in the world? And what's it called? I have that with Yousef. Okay. Um, I miss Yousef, I miss Yousef <laughs> because he was the first one I was introduced to. And I kind of <laughs> fell in love with him. And now that he's gone, like I, I like Holly Adali, but like... Man, I miss you, Seth. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's uh, one exactly like that. There's, um, what do you call it? Oedipus. Oedipus complex. Yeah, but I'm, not saying, complex. I'm not saying I'm sexually interested in, in Yusef. So you're not sexually interested in I'm not in saying I'm also not. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm saying I miss him. You miss him. And it's just like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll get over them. I'll meet new wrestlers from, right. the, from the late 1800s. <laughs> Probably into the early 1900s. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I mean, you, you always remember the one you first fall in love with. That's right. what they say. You That's always true. remember your first true love. And mine was Yusef. I know. I, I, I'll give you another spoiler. Adali does not have a belt of gold that he carries around. Because he's, he's second best. I know. Hearing about, if I was with Adali right now, he'd be like, you're thinking about Yusef again, aren't you? Right. I'd be like, well, I'm, I'm over him. And he's like, really? Are you over him? Because it's kind of all you talk about. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't you have a belt of gold? And he's like, oh, you have to stop bringing up the belt of gold. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. No, it's not really not a big deal. Okay. It seems like you're a little <laughs> heartbroken, though. I just miss Yusef. He's a funny guy. <laughs> the belt of gold really got me. But let's, we can, we we can move, move on. on. Yeah, right. We have to. All right. We have to learn. Uh, in December 23rd in Cincinnati, Adali beat Charles Whitmore in two straight Greco-Roman falls uh, with a stranglehold was barred. And then January 12th in Rochester, New York, Adali beats Ed Atherton four times in an hour. In reports note, Adali is starting to be cheered in this match. Oh wow, kind of like forcing that face turn. That's right. You, so you got so what? You got to either turn him fully face, or you got to have him pull it back and be a dick to someone right here. That's right. So let's we'll see what happens. Well, I hate to bring up a kind of sore subject. Yeah. But as he starts to get more popular, they keep talking about Yusuf. I mean, I don't blame them, but I don't really want to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so we can pass over that. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll I'll grit and bear it. Okay, for the fans. So my f- my favorite example of this, and I know it's going to be a tough one, is that they start to co- even confuse him with Yusuf in some things. Where they kind of conflate like they, the two. They start saying Yusuf's name in bed. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that. <laughs> so, which the, is what I do, and it's also why I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> um, so in the Fort Wayne, Indiana news, uh, in December, there's a news bulletin that says, Hali Adali, the terrible Turk who was drowned in La Begonia last summer, is giving wrestling expeditions at Indianapolis. Okay. I have a few questions. Yeah. Hali Adali. Hali Adali, the terrible Turk. Turk. Who drowned last year? Yep, is currently helping people. Uh, what was it? He's giving wrestling Tra- expeditions wrestling tra- in wrestling Indianapolis. Expedition. So training people. Yeah. So he opened up his own school. Well, he's giving expedition. I think he's showing people. Okay. Yeah. And this is Holly Adali. Holly Adali, the man that did not drown. He did not drown. Okay. But, and I guess in Indianapolis they were a little confused. They had heard about this terrible Turk, and then they heard that he drowned. And then they found the terrible Turk come and do. So what are the theories on this one? They're just confused. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'm saying, is Holly Adali giving these lessons or these yeah? Exp- doing these I exp- think Holly Adali is giving these expeditions. Okay. Yeah. So there's no hope Yusef's still alive. I mean, we can. Do you want to pull up? I, we can look at Yus Adali. I know. I don't know if you want to get into the truth of theories. We're currently searching through our archives for different pictures of shirtless men from the late 1800s, <laughs> which seems to be all Steve has on his computer. So, Holly Adali is on the left. Yes. And Yusuf's on the right. Yes, he is. If you want to believe that they're the same person, I'm okay with that. You know what? I can, literally, yeah. Holly Adali does not look as sexy, but it might just be because of my interpretation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the weird Oedipus, <laughs> I admit it, <laughs> that I have for uh, good old Yusef. But they're very similar, both stocky men, yeah. very strong, uh, mustaches. Mustachioed. Mustachioed men, uh, their heads are round, and they don't have shirts on. So. so they could really be brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I also picture every person to look like this back then. <laughs> <laughs> so... Maybe if I could get, do you have any sample? Uh, Here's a picture of Adali's back that I just have. Now, that doesn't look like Yusef's back. No. Because my name isn't tattooed on the neck. <laughs> Which might just be the case of my imagination. But I don't have any pictures of Yusef's back, so that's 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 yours. To, that's from that's your memory. Yeah. yeah. I won't take that away from Thanks you. Thanks for the memories. Mm-hmm. Have your back, <laughs> Yusef. So Adali was also played up as being superstitious. So as we talked about, Yusuf has his famous belt of gold. Yes. Adali instead had a medallion that was given to him by a sultan with a picture of a beautiful woman in it. They said that the beautiful woman he thought would be the queen of his harem when he died. Okay. How did they already get a picture of her? It was, I think, a drawing. Someone drew a picture of the woman he's going to me in love with when he's dead yep which again can't happen soon enough yep the sultan gave it to him cool <laughs> big whoop it's not a belt of gold <laughs> it's a dumb medallion with a with a doodle inside of it but they also said that he thought with the medallion that if he had it he would never lose but he's been losing i mean what you, you call the call and elbow match like a loss no yeah no yeah. okay so okay my bad yeah yeah so I think it's also I, I I'm really stuck on this Undertaker Kane metaphor because I feel like that's his urn. That's the urn. Okay. That's what he has. So, okay. Yeah. Um, the legend starts to grow that not only did Adali beat Yusuf, but every morning he would throw him two or three times as an appetizer. Cool. There's also various stories supposedly giving play by play of some of their battles. 
there are stories that people gave play by play of their battles. This they would go in some of the newspapers. You read the like. So the first at first they would just say like, oh yeah, Yusuf, um, lot lost Adali once, and then it was and then eventually a few months later they're like, oh yeah, Adali beat him like two twice two or three times a day, and then there was like play by play play by play of an accounts of how the match exactly went, what they said to each other, what they were feeling inside as they Damn. were wrestling. Yeah, yeah, deep ass poetry about Yusef versus Adali. Yeah, it was big. I get my hands on that. Uh, there's also all these weird stories about him, where one just like lists a bunch of his measurements of his body. Okay. Uh, another one I found has a phrenologist analyzing like his skull to like talk about what his personality is like. Was he this renowned that a phrenologist will analyze his skull? I guess. I guess he reached that level. Yeah. Damn. Um, I want someone to look at my skull. Tell me how cool I am. <laughs> um, I don't know if that uh, phrenology is not as big these days. Yeah, I think it's kind of dropped off a little Makes bit. Sense. Um, Neither the, is leeching. Leeching? It's kind of dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. These are just old things that yeah people, doctors used to talk about. What's that one when they drain your brain out? Um, when they drain your brain out. What's, what am I thinking about? They do something to your brain that's they cut it in half, like that. It's like it's so done. <laughs> it's like hashtag done. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the fans, if you know what it is, write in to our Twitter. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Uh, is that is that like the where they used to like cut the two sides of the brain so that they like like if you had like personality issues? Yeah, one? I think that's what I'm trying to think of. Um, it's I'm called something. It's called something. And it's just it's on the tip of my tongue. Right. Now, what's it called when something's on the tip of your tongue? There's uh, also the name of the... I think, forgetting? It might, I think it might just be called tip of the tongue Yeah. Um, syndrome, but I think there's a word for it. We can't keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's also a long piece about him being sad and missing home. Adali? Adali. Mm. Uh, he's very much portrayed as a sympathetic figure, um, as opposed to Yusuf, who was just a brute that no one liked. Okay, so this kind of... Adali is kind of like... Like sloth. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I think I nailed it with a sloth. <laughs> right out of the gate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been proven wrong yet. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So then in January of 1899, Adali wrestles a big handicap match in Tattersalls. Okay. We're going to get a little back into the action now. All right. Um, he was going to wrestle the giant grip man, J.T. Roney. The giant grip man? The giant grip man. Giant grip man. JT grip man. G-R-I-P-M-A-N. He's a grip man. He's a grip man. Okay, JT Rooney. JT Rooney, the grip man. The yeah, giant grip man. Grip man, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a nickname. Yeah, definitely is. Sure. Uh, and I don't think we've talked about it much on this show yet, uh, but... Um, Farmer, Farmer Burns. Farmer Burns. Yeah. You know him. Oh, yeah. I know everything about Farmer Burns. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't, uh, he's an absolute legend. Yeah, he really he's, is. He's the man. Giant uh, farmer. He trained a lot of people for years, including the legendary Frank Gotch. Rest in peace. That's right. Uh, he also has one of my old time, my favorite old timey wrestler gimmicks, which I think we've uh, we haven't talked about on the show, but I don't know if you know what it is. Farmer Burns. Yeah, do you know what his like gimmick was? Is like, he a farmer? Well, well, he is a he's a farmer, but like, like his gimmick act, like Adali would like have the shoulder brace to lift a horse yeah. to like show how strong and tough he was. Oh, what? what Do you would, know what Farmer Burns does? I once you say it, I will. All right, bales of hay. He was so strong that he would hang himself. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty strong. And just not die? Just not die. That seems like a risky test of strength. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. He would put a noose around his neck and, and hang himself. For for show. As part of his to gimmick. show off. Yep. It's a cool party trick when him and Tom Jenkins are hanging out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Imagine being in a world too, like, I live, like you had never heard of a farmer before. <laughs> and like your first exposure to a farmer with Farmer Burns. Just and hanging the, himself on stage. And then, yeah. And then you just start hearing about farmers as you're growing up. And then and you're like, like, oh, they all. Oh, that's those, what farmers the do. The giant guys that hang themselves. Right. And then beat up people. <laughs> yeah, I know what farmers are. Of course. Yeah. Farmer's Almanac. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Burned was said to be suffering from a cold, so that could hurt him in this match. The guy hangs himself all the time, and now he has the sniffle, so you think he might lose the match. He has a cold. Okay, sure. Oh, no, yeah, it could right. be tough. Whatever. Uh, oh, I have the cold. What if he blows his nose? Are you disqualified for that? Is it the same thing as the towel? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like... I mean, we saw what we saw what happened a hundred years later when Bret Hart had a fever. He lost his Intercontinental title. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but he's got a cold. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Bret Hart. You mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> just yawn at the mention of Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> so th- here's how the match was set up. So Adali was going to wrestle both men twice. Okay. In rotation. So in order to win, he'd have to beat them both twice within 90 minutes. Yep. 90 minutes. That's, That's not, not a lot, a lot of, time, of time, no, to beat four men. So Adali beat Rooney in the first fall in 30 minutes. Okay. The giant grip man. Goes 30 down. minutes. Yep. So you got 60 minutes left to do to, for three more falls. Right. That's about one fall for every 20 minutes. Right. That's going to be tough to do. It's going to get it going. So there wasn't a lot of action that first fall. It sounds like Adali was just laying on top of Rooney for the whole match. Okay. Uh, and supposedly a few times he tried to use some holds that the fans didn't like, and the fans would hiss at him. Okay. Uh, and he would just smile and release the hold. Fair. Yeah. I have till five. Uh, and That's right. In yeah. the second match, Adali threw Burns through the ropes immediately. The ropes there of this ropes, match. There ropes, the ropes okay. now. Uh, but then he helped him back in. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Burns ran away from him <laughs> until Adali locked him up in a hold and squeezed him for a win in 18 minutes and 28 seconds. Okay. Yeah. So Rooney, in his second chance, tried to throw the Turk, but tripped, and Adali took advantage quickly, pinning him in just three minutes and four seconds. All right. So we're what? Uh, 50, 51 minutes in? Uh, 30 minutes, 18 minutes. Three minutes, so that's 50, fifty-one minutes. 51 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, so we have another thirty-nine minutes. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Wow. Let's let's do this, Adali. So, in the final match, it was Burns versus Adali. Burns got the hold. You know. Yep. Get the cold. Sorry. Oh, okay. He has holds also, but he yeah. also has colds. Yep. And also likes to hang himself. Right. That one doesn't rhyme, but it's very important to note it again. Yep. Uh, so they kept locking up. Uh, Adali kept locking Burns up in holds, uh, but he kept escaping and running away. And in the final seconds, Adali had Burns in a hold, but Burns was able to maneuver to the edge of the mat, and he fell over the side Okay. so that the referee would have to spend the final seconds getting him back into the ring. So the time limit ran out. And Burns lasted 30 minutes with him and officially... Won the match. No, that's a win. That's a win. That's not just a. 
You didn't lose? If you do it, like if you last 90 minutes with, if you two, if you two, if the grip man and the farmer can last 90 minutes with a Dali, the they win. Man, the farmer and the grip man, the farmer and the grip man, yeah. I yeah. know the dairy of the farmer and the grip man, yeah. Yeah. All right. So they won. Well, I mean, now that I sing the song, I'm kind of fine with the winning. <laughs> so although neither, so although everyone could tell that neither man could beat a Dali, uh, this was his first official loss in the record books. And it showed that despite his uh, medallion. magical medallion with his with his cute little doodle of imaginary women on it, that he was invincible. And it signaled a turning point in the trajectory of oh, his career. He lost his smile. Yeah. So I think that's a good stopping point okay. for this week. All right. So next week we'll continue on with Ali Adali in America. I hope this guy drowns in a shipwreck. I really do. <laughs> I can't stand not having Yusef around anymore. Well, you know, I, maybe you know what? Maybe I'm just not into a Dali. Really? Well, okay. I, I enjoy you know, I enjoy learning about him, but I'm saying I I don't have the love for him. Maybe the guy after a Dali, I'll fall for. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just need to get out there. And there's plenty of other fish in the sea. It's probably that he's that like are eating Yusef alive. Ugh. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Dead. dead. Do you think that he's too similar to Adali, and that's the problem? That might be my issue. That it's is like a, it keeps bringing me back to like, oh, you're, you're not him, but you're kind of like you have all the qualities I liked, but like you don't have all the qualities I loved. Hey, this is just uh, a few notes on the episode you just listened to. For those of you who may have been counting up and adding up the time of the Farmer Burns and Jack Rooney match against Adali, you may have noticed that there were nine minutes missing when we calculated it. So they actually had three-minute intermissions during the match, which I neglected to mention, and those three minutes between each, between each fall um, were taken away and deducted from the time that Adali had. So, in reality, while it was a 90-minute match, he really only had 81 minutes to actually record each record the t- t- totality of the falls. Um, we also talked a little bit about the history of pedestrianism in this episode, and uh, the book I was referencing was called Pedestrianism by Matthew Algio. Uh, I know Tyler teased me a little bit about reading books about walking competition, but it is a great book. I also referenced the fact that um, the story of One Eye, Tom Jenkins, uh, came from a uh, anthology series that I was reading, and that book was The Pioneers of Professional Wrestling, 1860 to 1899, uh, by Tim Corvin, which I also recommend anyone listening to this podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Hippodroming or send us an email at Hippodroming at BarkStevens.com. That's it for this week, and we'll um, talk to you again soon.